Jake, how will you how will you balance your time this week, making sure you're ready for this game, also ready for your interviews for head coaching spot next week? I've done zero on that second part. Zero. Zero. Yeah, I really don't. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, I, I have enough on my plate coaching these guys and the other things and deal with it as they come up. So can you talk about the Philadelphia receiving core and the challenges of defending? Yeah, very good. Well, as we all know, Alshon, he's a big target, big catching radius, um, good runner after the catch, competitor. So he's obviously very good. You know, Aguilar has really come into his own – Last year he started and it carried it over to this year. He's got good speed and athleticism. Tate's an excellent slot. You know, we know him from being in Detroit. You know, really good runner after the catch. And, um, you know, Ertz is a tight end slash wide receiver the way they use him. And he's very good and the quarterback is very comfortable throwing to all these guys. What about Goddard, the other tight end? He's good too. They're playing uh, both tight ends a lot on the field at the same time. Um, I think if it wasn't for Ertz, he'd, he'd be out there all the time, and they'd be happy with him. What have you noticed from how the, the whole offense has played better since Foles got in there? I haven't uh, noticed that per se, but one thing that's happened too in that time frame is they've been able to play uh, Sproles more and more. You know, he's come back from his injuries, and he's added another dimension to their offense that is good. Is it flattering to have job interviews like I guess, but I don't get flattered that much. Vic, uh, what do you see in Lane Johnson, how he's played this year? He's you know, he's not going back to the Pro Bowl. He's kind of had some injury issues. How is he playing right now, and are you interested in seeing that, that matchup? When it, when it... Uh, he's playing good. You know, this is uh, the best line that we faced um, lately. You know, and I, think, I can't think back to all the games, but they're a very good offensive line. Both tackles are good. They've got good interior people, you know, with Kelsey setting it up there. So it'll be a challenge for our front guys to play these guys versus the run and the pass. Are you expecting Eddie Jackson to be back? And if, and if you're not sure, how, how prepared do you feel like Bush is for in a playoff situation to kind of handle that spot? Well, I don't know Eddie's status right now. Um, and Bush has, you know, had played the last couple games, you know, full time. So... That's as good as preparation as you can get, but we'll go from there. You never, you know, we don't have a lot of guys that have played in a lot of playoff games, so we'll see. Vic, to go back to Elshon, the two years he, he had here, anything else you could remember about him that stands out to you and the type of the receiver he's become for, for the Eagles? No, he's been the same guy, and again, he's a big, big target, big, big catch radius. And I think um, he's a better runner after the catch than people give him credit for, and he's Got deceptive speed, so you know he he's gone there and flourished. How do you see them using Sproles? Excuse me. How do you see them using Sproles? Oh, like he's always been used. You know he's a good route runner out of the backfield. They'll hand the ball off on him to him. Um, they got a nice little sprint draw. They'll give him. He'll run the inside zones, the outside zones. Um, they'll line him up and empty occasionally where he run, looks like a wide receiver. He's a, he's a weapon. You know I couldn't believe when San Diego. Got rid of him way back, and then I couldn't believe when New Orleans got rid of him four or five years ago, and Philadelphia's been the beneficiary. 
What stands out about the way that that offense has operated on third down recently? Well, they they run a lot of their same concepts out of different looks, and and they're really good at operating those concepts. And they get good pass protection for the most part, and the quarterback's making good decisions where to go with the ball. Well, he's a really good receiver, and he's got really good route savviness. You know, knows, feels where people are and leans away from them or leans into them and breaks away. Uh, he feels man or zone well. You know, if he feels if he's breaking out into a zone player, he'll sit it down, and the quarterback sees that. Uh, he, he's an instinctive route running tight end, and he's lined up as a receiver a lot, too. And he's got really good hands. Well, the whole game is, you know, just a little bit different, especially early on, you know, with the uh, electricity of the stadium. You know, expect our crowd to even amp their game up even a little bit more. And there'll be some of that, but you still got to go play the game and execute. What would that opportunity to be a head coach mean to you? I don't know. We'll, we'll tackle that when the time comes. A lot of your guys have said they don't even want to think about the possibility of you leaving. What, what does that even mean to you, just that they have been such strong advocates to keep you here? Well, that's nice of them to say that. I appreciate that. And, you know, feedback from those guys is always um, valued. So I, I appreciate that and like it. What would be important for you in a head coaching opportunity? What would make you attracted to a certain job? If the situation's good, and then you're going to say, well, what, what's good? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there, there's a lot of things, you know. Uh, Working with management, players, you know, et cetera. I mean, I haven't given it a lot of thought, and I'm not lying to you guys. I mean, I've got zero up there done. You going to do some Sunday night, Monday morning? I don't know. With that extra electricity in the stadium, is that something you kind of want your players to feed off of, or do you want to bring them back a little bit so they not get too excited so they get those games or playoff team jitters? Feed off of it as much as you can without – Eating too much. Uh, Matt Nagy said when you have those interviews in the playoffs, it can, can be a distraction. So what is it about you that maybe allows it not to be, and does anything distract you? I, I have not returned one phone call. I've not done one piece of work for it. I refuse to, and that's it. Yeah, Matt, and two more guys. Matt and Doug obviously have a relationship going back, and we've asked Matt. If he's going to give you any, you know, if, does it help that he might know some tendencies or just how Doug thinks? Does that kind of stuff really happen when a coach knows another coach? Um, it happens, but it's much less helpful than you think. Nick, you're, you're, at the same, you're watching the same film. <laughs> Nick Foles uh, has had a lot of success throwing the ball downfield. A lot to Alshon. Uh, I know it was a long, like, 80-yard touchdown a couple weeks ago, too. That's not exactly something that you guys have given up a whole lot this year. What's the key to making sure they don't get behind you on defense, especially with Eddie's status in doubt? Well, you just said it. We can't let him get behind us because this guy does have a big arm, and he does like to throw the deep ball. So if there's a chance that he can throw a deep ball and he sees it, he will throw it. And that's his mentality. That's Doug's mentality. So they will do it. So, And a big part of this game will be, how we defend the deep balls. Were you upset when the Cubs filled their bench? Yes, I was. <laughs> did, did, you prepare, did you prepare for that? Either? No, I haven't prepared for that either. <laughs> Thank All right. Everyone. Thank you. Thank you.